Welcome back to another exciting episode of Whatever Down. It sounded like a Dateline show or something when I started talking like that. I didn't want to talk about that. I was thinking you were about to take requests. For? Songs. Dates. Oh. Like on the radio. (laughs) Got that wrong. (laughs) So uh, quickly, before we jump into anything else, let's talk about my tree. Oh, yeah. It's dead. Oh, no. Guess what? The factor you didn't think of. when nearly Christmas. When you heard me say that, you thought to yourself... Wow, you idiot, Ryan. You probably didn't water it. You were all wrong. I'm hurt. I thought it that for came sure. came dead. No way. Believe this. It looked great last week. It still looks pretty great. Yeah. Um, Sarah and I started putting lights on, and we're like, man, a lot of needles are falling out. <laughs> it's, it's not even halfway lit. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you could put your hand on the one of the branches and oh, run your hand across, and the whole the whole the branch needles. would be all gone. So wow. it was it was dead already. It's also, yeah. So I have to bring it back. How was it taking on. so much water then? I don't know. Is that it, really kills my theory. You should not have asked that question. You should try on there. very hard to revive it or set it on fire. Are it would you, burn. It's dry. Are you required? You said bring it back. Do you have to go and swap it or can you just toss it? I could probably toss it. I feel policy. like bringing it back. I feel like I want to be like, look, try for yourself. <laughs> try it out. Plug it in. See if it works. <laughs> yeah. Sucky thing is, this is a really, it's a decently nice shaped tree. And I'm going to get a second one because all the good ones are gone by now. Fluff. Oh, yikes. But I'll tell you what, that's not really important because today what's really important is it's another day that we're recording (laughs) with another guy. Please welcome to the podcast for the very first time, Jeff Hepner. I even got the last name. Amen. Feel important. And what's your name? My name is Ryan. I'm John. I forgot to say that. I'm Tim. We always forget to say it. Do you think people have forgotten by now? Probably. What about the people that hop in like five episodes, ten episodes, twenty even? Because that's yeah. our repertoire. But if you We're do that, on some no, no, no. <laughs> if you, if you jump into a podcast like mid-season, you have to go back to the beginning because you're gonna miss tons of content. That's true. It's gonna true. be lost. It's like jumping in the middle of a TV show. It's like jumping in the, the middle of Lost. You'd be. You so should lost. never jump into any portion of Lost. <laughs> <laughs> the first two seasons. The first two seasons I enjoyed. If I jump into a new podcast. And I make the mistake of listening to a not the very first episode. I'm screwed because then the production quality is probably a little bit better. They've probably oh, ironed yeah. some wrinkles out, and yep. I cannot go back to the beginning. Then That's I'll try true. and I'll be like, mm, I'll start at the beginning now, and I'm like, I wouldn't have listened to this if I would have heard this maybe, and then I, I jump right back up. I even listened to the first episode we put out, and there's so much reverb on our voices. It's oh. so hard to listen to. It. It's <laughs> so bad. It was only a year ago. Jesus. We've grown so much. <laughs> We've come so far. But yeah, Jeff, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, thanks for, for having me. What a show. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, it's so pleasurable. <laughs> it's so strange and nice to hear that at the same time. Surprising, oh. strange, and nice to hear that someone else is interested in this show. Is that weird to say? I feel like we all feel the same That's way. Very it's accurate. very weird. It's, it's the like, only entertainment-based podcast I listen to, and it's <laughs> so relatable. I'm listening to it, and I'm like, I totally get this. <laughs> this is life. <sighs> That's just the best news. Oh, yeah. Because cool. when we try to explain this to someone, and let me tell you, I've tried. We say, "Yeah, it's like a podcast, but like we don't really have a like a, a subject. We kind of just talk about whatever." Oh, so you just didn't plan anything? And you just talk about random crap? It's like, well, we plan, but like it's hard to make it sound good. Maybe yeah, but what are those people doing with their lives? I don't know. One of them was my cousin. Listening to okay. Sarah Koenig. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> listening to what? Sarah Koenig. Oh, I thought you said Sarah Palin. Oh, I did too. Well, wow. What like, a switch. Well, a throwback. Slightly different uh, approach to content between those two. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> Who did you say? Koenig. Cereal? Oh. Yeah. She's I know cereal. Yeah. 
podcast. every day. Kidding. I actually never had cereal. I eat oatmeal. And it makes me throw up sometimes. You had cereal here multiple times. Is oatmeal a cereal, though? Sorry, it didn't actually make me throw up. It almost made me throw up. I have had cereal here before. If I'm going to have it, it's going to be for bed. Snack. Oh, I see. What? I don't eat it in the morning because it doesn't fill me up. Well, that's because you got to have a ton of it. <laughs> True. You're not eating enough cereal. Yeah. Yeah, My issue is quantity here, yeah. not the product itself. Yeah. See? All problems can be solved with more of it. That's how I, that's my approach right? to food. <laughs> I need to have it all in my mouth as soon as I can. And yeah. that's how I enjoy it the most. Yeah. And then I swallow it. And Except then hot pizza. Oh, hot pizza. Ooh. Stupid. <laughs> Way to bring that back. You betcha. I've Every- been thinking about that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, we have, <clears throat> anytime we have pizza now, I wait 10 minutes. I used to be so anxious. Not anxious. What's the word? I used to be so eager to eat it yeah. that I would like just sit there and like, <laughs> and then like take a bite and then blow on the next bite. Yeah. But now I just wait. Nah. And now I can just eat it all. What order are your toppings? Do you have cheese on top? Uh, Probably because it's keeping cause the heat in. That's, that's your issue. Are you talking about homemade or otherwise? Oh, yeah, I guess. Usually, yeah. maybe you're, it's not homemade. Oh, okay. This is, uh, the cheese would be near the top for sure. Post this episode coming out, Jeff came into my shop and immediately brought up this topic. Absolutely. About pizza. Really? And <laughs> what, how, is your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, share your takes. My thoughts, I I guess I'm a bit of a crazy person because <laughs> I like that pizza when it's like lava hot and it's for sure really? going to attack me. <laughs> I want to get in that, that bite right away and just <laughs> melt my mouth. But it... But it hurts though, <laughs> briefly, and okay. then you like, and then you don't get to taste anything else for the rest no, of the no, day. No, no, you, you got to learn the technique. I mean, when I was young, I would just burn the crap out of my tongue. But now I figured out how to burn the crap out of the roof of my mouth, <laughs> so I can still taste. Wow, yeah, you, you, I've the, the never roof takes the brunt of the heat. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then you're you're good to go. And then you can just like hammer down that lava hot slice. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I can agree with that. Oh, well, I mean, most, I, I don't disagree. Most people with it. I don't. I think do I'm it. I'm kind of on an island <laughs> by myself on this one. But hey, whatever. It's it's how I like to do. So it was just Black Friday. I don't know if you guys got involved in that. I did get any not. sweet deals. I didn't get anything. Guess what happened? What? I was gonna buy some stuff because Frank and Oak had some good mm-hmm. sales. Oh. Sarah put through her car insurance and a course she has to take on my credit card in this that same Ooh. day and so it, That'll add up. it brimmed Maxed up my it up. it brimmed up my card and so i paid it off but it takes three to four days for that payment to yeah. <laughs> so i missed all i couldn't get anything you couldn't Friday. even cyber monday yet? couldn't do anything oh. got nothing oh because it was over the weekend yeah they probably don't even look at that crap over the weekend Heck no. but now like black friday sales don't they last like there's still black friday yeah Yeah. cyber month oh it's black friday for the whole month of november (laughs) until christmas pretty yeah they they should just change the name of november to black (laughs) vember it's just extends black friday thing pretty much is black friday is more a state of mind now it's not just a day it's a it's a state of state of being of being a real sucker. It's a state a of showing you how, how crazy our margins actually are. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a Black Friday It's is. basically saying you're a moron the rest of the year if you yeah. buy any of this stuff. <laughs> Canadian Tire says that all the time. <clears throat> Canadian Tire is like, if you've ever and bought anything a full price here, you're completely <laughs> stupid. Oh, yeah. It's a 700% markup. Yeah. And when we drop it down and you're, it's blowing your mind, we're still making plenty. Oh, yeah. They're never going to take a loss on anything they've got. That's such a horrible thing to realize when you see the price changes sometimes. Oh, yeah. Crazy. 
stupid. What about Black Friday? Uh, I just oh yeah, took right. over, we took over that. The Sorry. thing I wanted to transition into sneakily was uh, my favorite thing I saw on Black Friday. Uh, so Cards Against Humanity <laughs> typically does a gag on Black Friday of some sort. A year or two ago, uh, people could just donate money and they would dig a pit. And for as long as the money kept coming in, they were digging a pit as uh, some commentary on throwing your money into a pit. <laughs> They've done all sorts of things. That's, did, did they actually do this? Yeah, and then they live streamed it. Did they keep wow, all the money? That's incredible. What? They kept all the money? No, they gave it to the guy with the backhoe. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Him. Yeah. They hired a guy. I they hope he made lo- a boatload because that's well, amazing. It was like a day of work. Oh. That's the pit. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's some proper equipment they got there. That's They're starting a new mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, so this Black Friday, what they did was they had a 99% off sale. Um, every 10 minutes, there was a new deal. 99% off. Uh, they had all sorts of things. It started out uh, with a $20 bill for 20 cents. What? Moved on to an 85-inch <laughs> TV, a smart TV, $35. Uh, Were these real? Yes. They're what? Real. Uh, so what happens was I tried to buy a few of them. I didn't get in on any of them. Is it like a first, like it's a one shot deal? Yeah. So every 10 minutes it would become available. There'd yeah. be a timer. It would count down and then you would click buy, buy now. And then you had to answer like a trivia question oh. related to that item. And then by the time I had Googled the answer, it was sold out because it was just one of each. Um, some of the other things... That they had for sale. A 17th century Italian halberd for $18.50. Oh, that's a weapon. That's a like life-size that Orlando Bloom cutout for $0.75. Cents. <laughs> a 2015 red Ford Fiesta for $97. No. <laughs> a presidential mahogany casket for $31. What? A 1.5-carat lab-grown diamond engagement ring for $32. Oh, my word. An $800 <laughs> Applebee gift card for $8. <laughs> Holy crap. An original lithograph Picasso painting. For $60, Bill Pullman's actual flight suit from Independence Day for $39, a portable sauna for $1.70. Oh my word. A $100 bill for $1. (laughs) Big Bertha arcade game for $9. A five-day vacation to Fiji for two for $71. Should I keep going? (laughs) Yes, A Bowflex, uh, Gucci Princeton goat hair slides. 500 pounds of garbanzo beans for $5.79. What? Did somebody actually get that? Yes. They're all sold out. They're all sold out. I don't know. A bust of former President Barack Obama. Uh, Eight-foot gummy python. Uh, We'll post a link. Please take a look. Uh, The descriptions for all of these are amazing. That is... Wow. I'm still in shock. I'm still scrolling. There were so many things. You didn't get any? At the end of the day, you could buy the Spirit of Black Friday for $999. (laughs) What the crap is that? <laughs> Ooh, you could have bought a guitar signed by Jimmy Carter for $23. Make up your own story for why Jimmy Carter signed this guitar. <laughs> uh, this is all to promote their like latest expansion. which So they're normally $20. This current expansion is $2,000, but is marked down to $20. So it's 99% off. I'm guessing it might just forever stay at 99% off. This but, is incredible. Uh, yeah. There are some smart people. So I don't know how much money that would have cost them in the end. Because they gave away like some, a car and a coffin. And that's some phenomenal marketing though. Yeah. <laughs> they absolutely knocked that out of the park. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, there's obviously a lot of money that they sunk mm-hmm. into acquiring all this crap that they <laughs> basically just 
crap their pants about. Yeah, and there's some odd items in here. They got a free nine hundred ninety nine dollars really at the end though. Spirit of Black Friday. Oh, yeah, yes, Did someone buy it? Yeah, it sold yeah. out. Oh my freaking word! <laughs> is it an actual thing? Like, is there? A oh wait, no, they didn't make money on that. They donated the proceeds to Greater Chicago, Chicago Food. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. It's lightly used, skin-like texture, and you've wanted this costume all day. Oh, it's like a morph suit that yeah. the guy was wearing. Okay, <laughs> so they have little uh, little videos for each product with a guy in a morph suit. So they sold a morph suit for a thousand dollars. That's so cool. Ooh, should have put oh, in on that 10-day vacation to Antarctica for $180. Nah. Oh. That sounds cold and not like something Where's I would Oh, Antarctica. Do. This is for real. Do not purchase if you do not actually want to go to Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. Think about winning those things. How stoked would you be? Yeah. In a car for 90 bucks. Like, by the end of it, people are paying 900 bucks for a suit, and they're just excited that they got it. <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're they right. wanted to get it as fast as they could because they want to be the person to get it. Well, you think about it. The main probably one of the main motivating factors for a lot of people is like the story because right. they're sold out yeah. to the brand. Yeah. So they love this story behind this thing. Like, oh, I got this ridiculous deal for this promotion that they were running, and whether or not they're actually going to ever wear the morph suit because <laughs> that's I mean those <laughs> things are still very creepy to look at. Yeah. <laughs> but there, yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of weight behind that in terms of marketing and that like I hmm. love stuff like that. Like yeah. you do something completely outside of the box, you made a super talkable event happen. Mm-hmm. You provided a wow factor for the guy that got a vacation for two to Fiji for what yeah. was it? Thirty seven bucks or something ridiculous? Seventy dollars. Yeah. Seventy. Ooh, wow, I'm <laughs> the bank on that one. But that it's that's super genius. Yeah. Cause for for a company that size, like yeah, they, they probably dumped a lot of money into it, mm-hmm. but you look at that that ripple effect of what yeah. happened out of that. Right. I'm going to buy everything they've made because of this. Probably. So that was my favorite thing from Black Friday for some festive content. Quite festive. Super related to Christmas. The news. We got it. Did you guys see the giant cow on Twitter or elsewhere? You're setting up a joke. Yeah. So did you hear the one about the giant cow? No. So there's this giant. Okay. Uh, so actually, there's this. Uh, there's no way, no other way to put it, but just an enormous steer um, in Australia, and there was some pictures and videos. We've pulled them up in studio oh here. So here's the live reaction. My word! It's as tall as the guy. Like it goes over his head, the that's back a, of it. That's a lot of beef. That's a lot of beef. That's a lot of beef. So this cow was going around the internet. Well, the pictures were of. This cow just standing like a full head above all the other cattle that it's with. That's what I saw. Um, now, it turns out that's because the cattle it's with are a different kind that grow <laughs> to be only four and a half feet. Hmm. But this cow is six foot four, which is quite tall. That's pretty huge. Um, Potentially the biggest cow in Australia, it said. That could be true. Now, here's the local angle on it, which was uh, my sister had been to this farm nearby, and she was like, I remember they got a cow and it was pretty big. And within a day or two, all the Manitoba uh, newspapers are talking about the story of Manitoba's own uh, cow dozer measures six foot five. It's bigger than the Australian one. Get out of town. So uh, some little uh, Manitoba news Little. Oh, that's the picture that I saw. Dozer. I was wondering why you guys were saying knickers. (coughs) That's the Australian cow. Okay. And according to this article, 
Dozer is a big, cuddly sweetheart who gets along well with horses on the farm. He's got a soul. Can't eat him. <laughs> They're about to chop that guy up for beef, I'll tell you that for free. Oh, I'd eat those briskets. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize that, that that had a connection. Yeah. I thought Manitoba cow was just a word for a kind of cow. So if you want to see a six foot five uh, cow, go to Kismet cow. Creek Farm in Manitoba. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a classic <clears throat> Twitter huge reaction to one thing that like isn't necessarily a unique thing. It's just people no. saw it and and they freaked out about it because no, normally people don't see cows. Like people that live in like I cities, like not. they don't see cows. Like. That's yeah, what blew my mind. Growing up on a farm and then having friends from like the city and from different places, and they're they're all blown away. Like you had cows. Like wow, right. it's a big deal. Nope, it's just it's an animal. That's pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess because like a month ago there was that viral video of the moose, and it was like I didn't know moose were this big, but it was just a moose. That's just the moose standard. Are moose are big. They are big. Moose are yeah. big. <laughs> I guess people just don't know. Moose are freaking big. Yeah. So, uh, I listened to a podcast that I'm sure we've spoken of before known as building a story brand podcast by mm-hmm. Donald Miller. I've been listening to it for like, probably like two years, maybe, maybe more for so long. Yeah. It's the first podcast I really dug into. I listen to it every single week. He's great. Um, I like his interview style. He just brings on really, really good guests. A majority of the books that I've read, I've gotten from the people that he's brought on. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I look into it and then I buy a book and then I read the book and it's great. So they always talk about this thing called the Enneagram. Really? Yeah. Oh, this is like a big thing in that world? For sure. Like so many guests will come on and it's a number system. It's a personality test basically. And it's a one to nine number system. And they'll come on and they'll have guests on and random guests will be like, that makes sense though because I'm a five. Hmm. And it's like, it just goes over as like, oh, okay. You know? And I'm always like, what? What are we talking about? They need to provide context. Right. And it, But because it's such a normal thing for them all to go through, then they just, they, they just don't even think that they need to explain anything. So that's been like a couple of years of me on and off hearing that throughout. And so this past week he had, um, they had someone on whose name is Ian Cron. And he's like, I think there's a bunch of like self-proclaimed like geniuses in this world. They're like, hey, I can teach about the Enneagram. Like everybody kind of has their own... I don't know, view on it. But anyways, mm-hmm. or things that they can teach about it. He seems to have done a lot of research into it. Um, John Miller speaks really highly of him. So like, oh, that's interesting. I should look into this a little bit more. I should maybe take the Enneagram test. So mm-hmm. I did. And then I told all of you to. And then I told all my staff to. And now I feel like I've been talking about it all week with a bunch of different people since Monday. And it's Thursday. Oh, wow. So I don't know. I was like, maybe it would be interesting if we all did it and talked about it. And then it would we could talk about it. I did it before we started recording and a bit when we started. So I finished it. (laughs) You literally did it like as we sat down. Yep. That's great. That's why Tim wasn't talking for the first 15 minutes. And I'm happy happy to report that I scored a perfect score, 9 out of 9. Wow. (laughs) Close from 1 to 9, and I got a 9. Wow, touch you. I answered all 90 questions correctly. I think it's like 98, isn't it? I, I feel like it stopped at 90. Maybe it's not the same amount every time. 
Wouldn't that be something? That would be something. It would be, it would be for sure something. Uh, I, feel, I feel like if you all of a sudden had like half as many questions as other people, it just means you're very simple. <laughs> you just immediately recognize well, well, you said no to that. You only get 20 yeah. questions now. I mean, the first time I heard about the Enneagram, somebody told me to do it and they said it was only two questions long. So the first one I did was like two things. And it's just like, do you identify with one of these things? What? And then the next one was, do you identify with one of these? Oh, my. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh man. What did you get out of it? Uh, I the same result? No, a different result. But I mean, you were kind of just placing yourself within like two what? questions, right? So it's hard to have any confidence in. You chose two. <laughs> I don't know. You just like if I get one question, if I answer one of these questions wrong, my whole identity is off. <laughs> according to this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh so, no! A lot of pressure. Is that who I question. actually am? And then you have to think. I about took it the forever. full version that Ryan sent, and then I felt like oh, I can get a few of these wrong, and it'll probably okay. average out. Like yeah, ninety some. There's so many of those personality tests. There's a bunch. There's a lot. Like Myers Briggs yeah. is a big one. The yeah. disc, disc is one disc that we've is talked huge. about. Yeah, we do a lot of work. Well, not a lot of work, but yeah, done a bit of work around disc and. Yep. I've yeah. used Myers Briggs at work, like the sixteen personalities dot com. Yeah. Um, I actually had all my staff do that. There's the animal one too. Have you ever done that one? The animal one? Yeah. I've not There's done There's like that. four animals. There's like lion, Pig. beaver, an otter. And I can't remember what the last one is. Interesting. But test. Wait, is this like, it's kind of analyzing of your personality, which one, are, which of these animals are you closest to? Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? The, yeah. Yeah. Because the, the lion is something like, you know, brave leader kind of thing. And otter okay. is creative. Oh. Um, beaver is hardworking. And then I, then there's, yeah, I can't remember if there's one or two more. Hmm. Wow. Or there might be like 40 more and I just don't remember. <laughs> but those are three of them anyway. <laughs> but that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, but there's it, a bunch. With, yeah, with those personality things, it's like, it'd be interesting. And I don't know, I probably want to smash my head through a ton of bricks, you know, halfway through the day. But it'd be interesting to take a day and do all those tests in their full and complete forms mm-hmm. because you can take like the short form of all those tests and you right. can take the, the, the full one, but to do all those ones and see where you rank on all of them, because I don't think that any one of them is full and complete and accurate. Right. Right. Like there's, there's just way too many variables. And, and even though like, yeah, maybe as a rule you can throw a person into one of four main categories, like the disc system is, is based not on just identifying one one thing it's about where every single thing is on your whole hmm. chart yeah they're all more kind of guides not yeah. like this is scientifically who you are yeah. right it's more of a aid i guess in yep. like how you interact with people understanding yourself a little bit oh, better okay. being yeah. helpful in that process hmm. so how are you using that which one myers-briggs or no, specifically the, the enneagram yeah. right now um, so like I said, I'll quickly talk about Myers-Briggs. I had all my staff do it and yep. it was very interesting actually. Cause it, there is, they give you ways to use it situationally. Like, Oh, if you're in a work setting and this, and this is happening with this person, it'll be, that was with Myers-Briggs. Mm-hmm. So sometimes there's actually some very valuable things in that from a work perspective. Um, I feel like Enneagram will be similar from what I have dug into it so far. It's just been for me. I haven't looked into like, oh, I wonder what my staff would be and how I could use this in a valuable way to help. But the main thing that I think I would use it for in a work sense would be 
to help communicate more clearly to people or in a way that they would understand. Yeah. Cause that's something that I've definitely learned in business, but also even in marriage is just like, yeah, in marriage as well. It's like, there's just a fundamentally different way that you and I understand or perceive very similar things. Yep. And me saying this to you <clears throat> means something very different to you. <clears throat> and you saying this to me means something totally different to me, which is very interesting. So I think that this is another tool that can be helpful to maybe understand people a little bit better and maybe communicate a little bit better. Have you read the book, Everyone Communicates, Few Connect? I am familiar with it, but I have not read it. We did that It's in my cart on Amazon. Well, freaking pull the trigger. I know, I have too many. (laughs) Just wait until that that payment clears your credit card and hammer down. (laughs) (laughs) Fill it right back up. Yeah. No, we did that with... uh, with our whole team with Al Rattan here mm. locally, he he led the, uh, he's a Maxwell, um, John Maxwell certified trainer, human. I don't know what the actual title is, but I think that's that'll, it. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we did it with the team and it, it's, it's great. Like, yeah, communication. It's, it's number one like that. Is, that can make or break Everything. anything. Yeah. And the thing is that what a lot of people, what they don't get about just even having conversations with people is that some people, when they're presenting information, they'll present it very differently. Mm-hmm. And and some people, the way they receive information is very different. So what, right. the, the whole goal is trying to match those things up. Mm. But so many people put so much of that responsibility on the person talking, and then that alleviates a lot of responsibility from the listener. And uh, But it's 50-50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's cool. I like that you're doing that. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And personally, like, I love, 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 love digging into these things and, like, being like, wow, that makes so much sense. This one has been really a lot more interesting than I found Myers Briggs to be. Mm. And um, this guy, Ian Crown, has a podcast called Typology, I believe, which I've listened to a bunch of episodes. They had John Mark McMillan on just not that long ago, which is interesting to listen to him in that context. But it's really interesting. I'm, like, I'm, and I'm, like, very known to go 100%. I'm either like, this is so amazing. I love it so much. It's like <laughs> this thing I just try to know everything about it and I, and I love it. Sarah's always like, Ryan, you don't know anything about this and you've had it for one moment. You need to <laughs> you need to take some stock here of the situation. So I apologize if I come across that way. But anyways, it's been really interesting to me. I was a four on the, and I, I got a little thing that was a little PDF that actually came with the podcast this week, which is kind of nice. Give it a little podcast. Uh, type four is called the romantic. The hopeless romantic is another one. Uh, are you laughing at me? No. Are the, is are. that the name that the like the website gave? Did yeah. you say something about yeah. earlier? So there's a, um, a website called the Enneagram Institute, which breaks down a ton of stuff. It's There's a ton of stuff on there, so I did not read all of it. But um, but what they said was there's not actually any official names attached to any of the numbers. They did a number system because they didn't want you to oh. see a name and be like, no, I don't associate with, or that doesn't make sense with who I am right. at all. When in reality, it's like, a, doesn't quite portray the whole piece of it. Yeah. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it totally. does. Cool. Okay, Good well, sense. I'll quickly read mine. I'm just curious about what you guys are because I thought that this might be interesting. Creative, yeah. sensitive, and temperamental. Fours are motivi- motivated by a need to be unique and special. Ugh. I hate, I hate. Do you not identify with this? I was so sad. Ugh. I read a bunch of stuff about it and I read it to Sarah and I'm like, this is totally wrong. I got to do it again. And Sarah's just sitting there smiling. She's like, that's exactly perfect. And I was like, 
Oh, sucks. But here's the interesting thing. They say nobody is exactly one number. Um, you'll always have a wing. So the wing is a number adjacent to your number. So oh, for okay. me, it can either be a three or a five. Yep. Um, sometimes you can identify really strongly with one of those wings and it can play into your identity more than, or your personality more than, than others. So for me, type th- I would... Uh, type three would be something that I would also really connect with, which is more success oriented, image conscious, very affected by how people view them. And that's also something that is very a part of who I am. So I thought that was interesting. But anyways, what about you guys? I was a nine. I don't know what that means. I didn't read anything about it. I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got far enough to complete the quiz and realize that I'm a peacemaker. Yeah. And my, wait, did you say wing? Yeah. The wing? Mm-hmm. I'm a... F- three and a six that's different that's what? called your growth that's called like your it's how you your growth connection so one of those will be stress and one of those will be growth so the enneagram Ooh. has this like image it's like a star almost kind of thing i feel like i should have taken a course before i came sorry on. i know i don't want it to <laughs> feel like i'm hard. trying to lecture everyone and it's hard to explain without looking at it but each number is connected to two other numbers yeah so one of those when you're when you're like an unhealthy version of yourself you'll act in a bit of an unhealthy way what's your stress number is it pointing towards six yeah so you when you're a little bit unhealthy i'm a loyalist when i'm unhealthy you'll have some of the negative qualities of the of the six. Oh. and when you're when you're operating in a really healthy way you'll have some of the positive qualities of romantic of the four which is me no three three yeah this Th- is three three isn't romantic that it says that for me oh really what no what? no you're reading it wrong for me it says four is romantic Three is romantic. Three romantic. Such romantic. Oh, the same no, thing. We found a glitch in this whole system. Enneagram is going down. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's annoying because this is the same somebody resource. Hacked. We gotta burn this whole. Somebody episode. hacked the enneagram. I don't know what I am now. Russia. Fluff. How can that's I trust this? Annoying. What about you? Uh, I got a type one. Wait, we're just going to glaze over the fact that <laughs> mine was inaccurate? Yep. I just don't yep. know. <laughs> nothing we can do about yep. it. Sorry. It, goes, okay. Okay. it goes back to the thing of the words are like given by whoever. Like you can Google it and each number will have different oh, names okay. attached to each number. Then what's the point? The, <laughs> description, the description more than the name was kind of the point. Yeah, but why name? Anyway, why sorry. give it a name so that it would be more relatable for people? John's a perfectionist. I just learned. I don't know that I am though. That's what it tells me. Hmm. So uh, meticulous, hardworking, and reliable. Ones are motivated by, motivated by a need to perfect themselves, others, and the world. That sounds yeah. pretty accurate. That sounds like John. That's what it's I. Like, <laughs> okay. You, to me, you'd be also a very, very strong. Broad sense. You'd be a very strong too, as well, or even an. That's I. what I, I thought it would be way. from that two yeah. question test. super accurate warm caring and giving twos are motivated by a need to be needed but i could also see you Hmm. as a nine i I could also see you more as a nine which is what tim is i'm a peacemaker yeah when my friend got me to do the two question version i said two or nine maybe one so you're a one website tells me i'm a one with a nine wing problem yeah interesting so I don't know. I don't know if this is right at all. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> me either. <laughs> maybe it is. Wow. I think for me, so my stress thing yep. is for romantic. It might be the reverse of that, which is romantic is stress to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't know. how. It's kind of saying the same thing you are. It's okay. saying that romance causes you stress. Yeah, yeah. So that 
absolutely 100 percent true so i do trust it there wow jeff what were you uh apparently a one hmm. yes yeah what is, what is the one that perfect is, to yeah. me Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You bet. Meticulous, hardworking, and reliable. <clears throat> Ones are motivated by a need to perfect themselves, <laughs> others, and the world. That's wow. what the small write-up is. Yeah. I feel no, like I can see that with you, though. I don't. You know why? I mean, to some degree, there some of the questions there were very conflicting. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but I remember some of the questions pop up, and I was like, "Can I have a third response option to this?" Because I'm yes or no is tough. Usually, yeah. there's like a right. bit of a scale. Or can I have the opportunity to rewrite this question in a way right. that makes a whole lot more sense? <laughs> Sounds like you're trying to perfect it. <laughs> oh! And, in, and improve it. Wow. Wow. Slam dunk. <laughs> Boom. Wow. There was yeah. like a few questions where it's like, have you heard people say this about you? And I know in my head that I do this thing, but nobody's told me that I do it. So I answered no. Hmm. Because nobody's told me. And the question specifically asked, has anybody told you? So I'm going to be like, I do this, but nobody's told me, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> I love it. So listeners, here's where you come in. Please write in and tell us what you think of our characteristics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you can help us answer these questions better. Tell me how I can improve myself in the world. <laughs> that one makes sense for me that that would be you. Because I've always say seen... <laughs> What? One makes sense yeah, for that, me that, that it would good. be you. I had to compute that. Oh, everyone looks. <laughs> everyone like broke eye contact with me and is like, "Hey, hey, to hey, hey he's not a perfectionist." <laughs> yeah, guys, come on. Um, Words are hard. I know they're because I have obviously you are hardworking, and I would, I from what I know of you, reliable. But I've also seen you like desire to make our community better, like in a very strong way, in like a like I want to make this better and I want to add value to. What's happening here? Is that correct or incorrect? Well, I mean, am I going to toot my own horn if I say... You're not going okay, to toot your own well, horn. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that for, from a long time. For a long time. <laughs> well, if anyone's played disc golf in Winkler or Ooh, Stanley wow, Park, you're welcome. Wow, I forgot about welcome. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoever has enjoyed coffee in Winkler, you're, you can also say you're welcome to that. Well, some people mm. have arguably enjoyed coffee and it's been <laughs> not in an establishment that I would set foot in. No, they haven't enjoyed it. That's the <laughs> thing. Well, that's a topic yeah. for another day. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like a bit of the lack of like this is a legit thing derails a little bit of the potential for it to be like, oh, this is really interesting. But I think it's really interesting. What? I don't understand the legit thing part. I don't know if it's proven its legitimacy. Oh. Because everybody kind of takes it and it's kind of like, ah, well, I don't know. You the, know? The thing I think that's hard people for, interpret it a different way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing that's hard for me with these is that I'm answering the questions. I know. And... With when I was doing this, I was doing it as fast as I could, which I feel like was probably the most accurate because I was not yeah. thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yes, no, like mm-hmm. I, none of them. I was that torn about. I was like, whichever I, I answered, I was pretty confident that it was me. I wasn't trying to be like, ah, this will make my answer at the end better. Mm. So that's the the thing that I always think about. It's like, am I by am I right. creating a bias? Yeah. <laughs> Do I want to? Am I creating the perfect me? Yeah. Oh, here's that's my great. question about it. Yes. Why is it so hot with Christians? Is there like a... I, I don't know. I think it's I think just a personality a, test in general. I think I there's just, some way there's that like people are drawing it back to... Specific. Yeah. Hmm. Really? seems to draw like a lot of Christians to. Christians. I don't know why. Some like who was it? Someone at work was asking me, is this like a specifically Christian thing? And I said, I don't know, but I wonder if there was like... I don't know. Hmm. It doesn't seem to have any roots in like where Christianity it, in any Where way. does it originate? Like how old is this? It's like referred to as like an ancient way of like knowing about people's personalities 
And I don't know how far back it goes, but. Well, that'd be interesting. Yeah. But like currently, like, I don't know. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. This is a new thing. Brand new. All of these things, whenever I hear about them, I was like, oh, wow. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't even know that Christians were a thing. Yeah. That's new. That's so new. Well, I've got some news for you. (laughs) No. It's ancient from the 1920s. I was going to say, that's that's something else. Started by Gregor Enneagram. Oh. You mentioned animal uh, tests, so I googled it and found one, and I am a mountain goat. Oh, wow. Does that sound right to you? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Do explain. Uh, average size, nimble, dexterous, creative, unsociable, and neurotic. <laughs> Holy smokes. What? Okay, is it the same one? <laughs> yeah, it purports to be the original and most accurate personality test on the web. But what This is the first personality test on the web. On the, on the web, so it's... Yeah. That means it's the oldest one in recorded human history. Yeah. What uh, What are the other animals? These uh, are the other ones I was talking about? Well, I could tell you which ones uh, are good for me. Uh, a bison, a deer, and also a mountain goat. It must... I don't know. From the same website, I could tell you what Sharon Osbourne... <laughs> Sharon Osbourne and Dr. Phil are. Oh, good. Sharon Osbourne is an eagle. Dr. Phil was a tiger. Hmm. I took the test and I was a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather... Would you rather be or do? I got a would you rather. Say it. Perfect. Say it out loud. All right. Would you rather find what? Why are you laughing? <laughs> what is? Say it out loud. <laughs> this is just such a funny response. Let's <laughs> 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 say it out loud. <clears throat> um, would you rather find fifty bucks every day, but have to spend it the same day, or? Find fifteen bucks every day, but be allowed to save it. Fifty a day. Fifty, 50 a day, day for sure. Easy, even though That's you have to spend it every single day. No brainer. Okay. I mean, think of all the things that you need, and, and and you like save up these purchases for like a week. Like you eat food every day, you drive your car every day. It's true. You, wow, that's a different. Different. You, I, I'm in the same boat. I would do the same thing, but yeah. that, I, not for that reason. Not for but practical what's your reason? purchases. My, my reason would be. For things that I wouldn't want to spend 50 bucks on normally, but I have to today, and I might not need anything today, but I'm going to spend it on some random crap that yeah, I that found interesting. Like fun. Yeah, yeah, that's what that was my thinking really? too. Yeah. Okay. Like, you have the $50, so now this thing that I was thinking of but couldn't really justify, well, I have to use this $50. So. Yeah. But it also doesn't specify that myself. you can't buy it as a gift for another person. True. There's Ooh, very few walls wow. in this one at all. Yeah. 50 a day, that's. Mm-hmm. Too easy? So easy. 50? 50? 50? 50? 50, 50. Yeah. yeah, I'll take 52. That one's too easy. We'll do one more. But you're taking 52? Yeah, I get like more. Like all... Oh, jeez, Tim. <laughs> I'm the question asker. I get extra cash. <laughs> because you asked the question. You get Absolutely. $2 extra. Would you rather always be overdressed or always be underdressed? If there's no restrictions, overdressed because you can always take a layer off. No, no, but you're always overdressed. Suit or pajamas. Oh, oh, oh Oh my! (laughs) He's thinking like take a blazer off. Well, I'm often underdressed because I I, (laughs) I'm a very non-formal human being, and I get myself into a lot of conversations with businesses where everyone is properly dressed, and I'm wearing plaid flannel. (laughs) Would you rather always be underdressed? Yeah, probably. Rather than always being overdressed. Yeah. When you, it sounds, what com- do you do? it sounds comfier to be honest. Absolutely. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. comfier for sure. But it, it, I mean, okay. But now if we're gonna dig into this deeper, always. How if, how how underdressed are we talking? Right, that, that's what I'm saying. So if you go to a wedding, 
What are you wearing? T-shirt shorts. Okay, so it has to be notice. It has to be noticeable. But if it is a if it's a casual wedding already, are you showing up in sweats and a tank? I guess. Ooh, you're like you're, you're always underdressed. Always oh, underdressed. Okay. <laughs> man! Now, now this got weird. Right, like, yeah. to show up in to events like a casual event. Yeah, in sweats. Or casual like gym Fridays shorts? at work, like, like you're wearing like airy shorts and yeah, like a like a tank top. What happens if you show up to a pool? You just gotta take those trunks off. You oh gotta yeah, go in the nude. Then you're underdressed. You're, that seems that, that seems like different than underdressed. That you're seems just wearing like, like well, we, really we just less trunks, clothes. You gotta put like <laughs> yeah. a, oh no, a then you're wearing like jean shorts or something. Oh, where? Because you're not dressed for the pool. Wow. Oh wow, like, yeah. It can't be illegal. It goes like, back to right. that on there. You can't be illegal. Okay, okay, Come man. on, Tim. It can't be illegal. Yeah. Okay. Don't be Stop gross. trying to find a way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the one way to, to be, be nude in public. An ongoing topic. You stop. I'm always looking for the way, and I can't find it. That is actually a, you know what? It's a decent based, one, right? Based on that, I, I would, I'm going to reverse my answer. Go and overdressed. Say overdressed. Right? Really? Because like you don't want to show yeah. up in pajamas to a casual. Yeah. It's like, oh, the supper's casual. It's like no a one, family supper. No you show one, up in PJs. But some people do that. Like if you show up. Yeah, know, okay. Well, here, here's an example. They're like uh, 529 Wellington in Winnipeg. I don't know if you guys have been there. I have no. been. Heard of the word. It's real nice. Not even allowed to wear a hat in there. No? No. I wore, oh. like I wear my old man hat because I'm bald as heck. And they made me take it off. <laughs> Because it's it's like formal. Like you, if you're not. What if it's like a top hat? Well, I don't own one, so I've okay. never had that experience. <laughs> Good question. But How about like, a fedora? There's there's legitimately places where you would not be allowed to be if you were underdressed. Correct. Oh. So. Hmm. Overdressed. Yeah. But I understand there's limits to that because you some settings you couldn't be overdressed. Everyone would be right. like like actual like tuxes like. Right, in in which case, like the overdress would be like top hat monocle, yeah. the whole Mr. Peanut thing. I guess. There you go. <laughs> Mr. That's true. What do you guys think? I don't know. I'm not worried about the places that I'm not allowed to be in because... But know, to what degree? Tough. Like underdress or overdress? It has to be notable. That's Otherwise, the question is But it could matter, be one right? article of clothing, right? Like it, it wouldn't have to be sweats and a tank top. It could just be sweats or just be tank top. As long as it's notable. Either, either. It has to be notable. To me, it has to be. Because mm. it's like, if it's not notable, if it's like you're just blending in with everyone else, then right, you're not there, over underdressed. There's varying degrees of dressedness. Correct. I feel like I just made up a word. You might have. Nice. Doesn't make it a word, but yeah. Hey, we get it though. <laughs> Therefore, it works. It's totally true. <laughs> I might go back to underdressed if it's if it could just be like a small degree of underdress. People look at you and they're like, you wear pajama shorts to this funeral, huh. and that's fine. Okay, but what's overdressed for a funeral? Um, like like a rental tux with them like full out, like to the nines, shined shoes. I don't know. It's hard to go up. It's like it, it feels yeah. like there's limits. You're gonna you have know? to see right. the you have to see the highest point of which somebody is dressed at any place, and then top right. them. Yeah, there would be limits going up. Like you couldn't. But then what would people think of you? Like if you're always overdressed, people are going to think that you're a freaking pretentious dank. Yeah, it's true. Correct. If you're wearing pajama shirts to like a professional, like a event where you should be wearing nicer things. Not ideal. Hmm. Just shorts in general to a lot of different events are like, hmm, interesting garb choice. This is hard. It's tricky, right? John. I don't know. I'm so I feel like either way you have to like... (laughs) I'm just trying to think of what my strategy would be for playing it off. 
Like if uh, <laughs> if I was underdressed, you know, you just like look like you're really confident in it. Like you don't and know. People style. are like, oh, I guess this guy didn't even think he needed to dress up for this event. And then wow. uh, you, you look better than the them. Gym. You look like a rich Ooh. guy. You know, rich guys looking like slobs. <laughs> or uh, but then if you're overdressed, then you have to like. I don't know, play it off like ironically, like, oh yeah, I'm wearing a three piece suit. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah. how you would play that off, I guess. So, overdressed. Agreed. I started as an underdressed, but yeah. <laughs> now I'm thinking maybe overdressed. Perfectionists are in sync here. Wow. We would be. There's got to be a personality test done only via. Would you rather? Would you rather? Yes. But not like, would you rather? People have said that you are kind to them. <laughs> it's right. like outrageous would you rathers. And then somehow in the end. Would you rather have hammers for hands and center blocks for free? <laughs> well, uh, a two would say. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. So everybody does. Yeah. That's a tough one. Over for me. Overdressed. Over. I feel like. Yeah, I'm going to finish with Like over. the way I am, I don't want to appear like I'm being disrespectful or anything uh-huh. in, in any situation. Because you're a nine. Because I'm a nine. I don't know if that works. For sure way. it does. You don't want to create any conflict. Wow. Boom. Accurate. Um, so then I would go over. As long as there's like, no work involved Strictly out of respect, me. you would do it. Yeah. I, res- I think that's great. As long as there's no work involved for me, because underdress is inf- infinitely easier. Yeah. So if I just walk into a place and suddenly I'm wearing the most overly dressed <laughs> stuff, then I'm fine with it. <laughs> Just put yourself in situations crap. where you don't have to be crazy. Man, we can read into this so hard. I know. <laughs> like, we all just said that we'd rather look like pompous douchebags than... Relaxed Than slobs. somebody that may not be doing so hot in life. True. Wow. Wow. That says a lot more about us than we'd like to dig into. Is yeah. I think it? Like my original answer was I didn't want to look like above people yeah but somehow i ended up answering that in the end anyway <laughs> can can we I don't know. uh can we say it depends on the situation or is this like no that defeats the purpose of a would you rather my yeah. dude Frick, i know <laughs> trying to find the loop <laughs> hmm. this is hard it's a good one that was a good one what do you think are we confirmed what yeah over we're, we're all confirmed with over gut reaction was under but thinking about it was over for me yeah yep Wow. We're all in agreement then. Yeah. We're all number ones here today. Wow. Wow, so true. I'm a four. Yeah. I'm going to recommend uh, The Politics of Design. It's a book about the politics of design. Hmm. Believe it or not. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, it goes through a, a bunch of examples of how decisions have been made in different communications throughout history. And it has a wide variety of examples just how, uh, yeah, your your own experience can dictate how you make decisions and uh, it really kind of opens your eyes to, I'm making this book sound more important than it is. It Look, it's good. If you're a designer, you should read it. It should is be it, mandatory reading. Is it an interest piece or, or would it like influence how you would move forward with design? Um, it, good question. It's definitely something that kind of sticks in the back of my head. In my back of my mind, I guess more than <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> well, I mean, I really, the mind resides yeah. in the head. Yeah, <laughs> the mind you? of the head. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely something that sticks with me. I don't know much more to say about it. No, it's cool though. But it's it's very good. Well, Jeff, it's been a pleasure. How's it? 
100%. Don't lie to me. I wouldn't. I just would tailor my response to be something that you'd like. Oh, that's <laughs> Wait very a number four of you. <laughs> <laughs> number just four. kidding. It's been great having you on. Sweet. Really appreciate it. But uh, anything you'd like to give your final shout out to before we close down for the evening? Books. Read books. They're good for your brains. And just obviously got to plug Helium and our awesome mm. people. And wow. not just because I'm involved, but because we've got amazing human beings. And I'm not only saying that because one of them is sitting right there. That's me. But, uh, yeah, I'm just constantly blown away by the dedication of, mm. of a freaking cool team. Love it. Very so, cool. There's my plug. Great plug. Here. Should people Thanks. try to find you online? I mean, they can if they want. Okay. Yeah. If you go to heliumgroup.ca, you'll see some cool illustrations that Tim has done on our website. <gasps> Developed oh, by our yeah, awesome wow. team, and uh, yeah. you can see what I look like if you go to the team page, which I don't recommend because my face should not be on the internet unless it is there. It's there, and you told everyone how to find it. Frick! What am I doing <laughs> with my life? <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, our podcasts can be found pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. and including Spotify now, which Tim talked about last week. Finally on there. But yeah, check out our website. We've got some great stuff on there. Um, I recently talked to someone who was interested in starting their own podcast and was able to point them towards um, what John put onto our website, which is kind of like a breakdown of everything you need to start a podcast as well as costs. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. So that's on our website in the about section under tools. Yes. Or whatevertown.com slash tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. That's faster. But yeah, um, keep sending us stuff that you want to hear about or would you rathers or things you're interested in or feedback to what we've said and we'll do our best to get it into the show. But we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Spend whatever time. Thanks. Peace. Bye. Bye. Okay, quick thing for those of you who stuck around to the end. And if you stuck around to the end and you thought to yourself, I bet my friend wouldn't have stuck around to the end, don't go tell them. Let it be genuine. Make them stick around to the end on their own. Don't be like, hey, stick around to the end of the episode and you'll get this cool thing. Don't do that. I don't know if I'm standing by that statement, but I'm saying it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for those of you who have stuck around to the end. Here's your special treat as we do at the end of... Kidding. Um, as we've done for the first time today at the end of the episode. We got some cool stickers made. And if you are at Whitecap and you spend at least $75, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And you come find me, either I'll be downstairs or I'll be somewhere else. I'll probably be there during the day. And you say the word mule. And you say the word mule to me. (laughs) (laughs) If you say mule to me, you will get a sticker. Providing we have one, and they haven't yeah, all been taken out. Quantities. We don't have a billion of them. We've got a few. So, yep. Thanks for sticking around to the end. Thanks for stickering around. Kissy face, we love you. Thanks Sticker, for stickering, stickering around to the end, <laughs> Jeff just said. Not going to take credit for that. That was very good. I like that you do Marketing. That. Stickering. <laughs> okay, bye.